0: informative.
1: Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches and Dead People. Today I'm super excited to be chatting with Tina Hall. She is just magic and she's got a super cool story including the wild donkeys that were causing the ruckus <laughs> two minutes before we started recording. Too bad <laughs> I didn't get that on recording. Tina is a restorative health guide, mindset coach, and Akashic Records consultant. Woohoo, Akashic Records sisters. Mm-hmm. She, she helps high achieving women release and heal emotional wounds without having to relive them so they can step into their empowered archetype so they can be happy, healthy, and thrive. She does this using her signature method called Infinitely You. Tina's from Toronto and relocated to the Caribbean island of Nevis with her family 17 years ago. And she's been in the wellness field for 30 years. So like your whole life, you've been in wellness. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me, Jamie. Oh, I'm happy to chat with you. Um, I just love... The the energy of almost everyone who does Akashic Records work is just so refreshing to me. Of course, there's Mm. an anomaly here and there, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah, I Um, hear you. (laughs) And you know I pull a card every time. Almost every time. Occasionally, it gets missed. But (laughs) today, I pulled the Walrus. So this deck is... Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guides by Stephen Farmer. Hmm. And the walrus says, remain vigilant about the current situation. Pay attention to signs and omens and let them dictate your choices. So from that, I'm feeling like a little go with the flow. Allow Mm -hmm. things to percolate. Uh, and... And unfold as it should. Absolutely. So how's that land for you?
0: Yeah, lots going on. Um, (laughs) Just been very creative in the Akashic Records, actually. My guides tell me what to do in my business. So I've been very creative and have lots of programs out there and just been
1: having fun. Awesome. That's, well, that seems like that's the paramount premise that you coach clients around so you should be having fun too right exactly right yeah so let's chat a little bit about the work you do with clients because it it really does evoke magical results take us through a, a an overview of your trajectory with a client so generally
0: speaking when I'm working with clients, especially one-on-one, I I work with them to figure out where their challenges are to begin with. And then we do some mindset work. Sometimes there's some tweaks and shifts that need to be done. When you desire to be different or to have more, there's usually some things that we're missing because if we didn't miss them we would have them and so I adjust the mindset work and then we look at the energy work so I am removing stored energy that gets locked in it from childhood or somewhere in your past because you have when we have heightened emotion it gets locked in at the cellular level and generally speaking it's not something we can overcome with just mindset or with just affirmations or just with meditations there's that little extra step where you need to remove that energy from the body so it doesn't have the effect on it either physically mentally and or emotionally and we can stay stuck and we can get into our heads and just allow the drama to overtake us so once i i do that then You're restored, replenished, and rejuvenated with this beautiful, loving light. And now I've actually started combining the Akashic records and the energy work, which is even more powerful. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So
1: how did did you get started in energy
0: work? So my originally 20 plus years ago, I did cranial sacral therapy. I love that. It's beautiful therapy. It's very subtle. And I had this notion one day, why can't it be translated online? Because it's so subtle. It's like energy work. So I got a bunch of people together and I tested it out and and just to prove to myself that it would work. And it did. And so I've been doing it ever since and then added on to my skill set and knowledge and all of that kind of fun stuff.
1: Awesome. So it was just kind of like a natural outgrowth of where you were working hands on with people, it sounds. Yeah. So
0: I wanted to be location independent because my girls were traveling for tennis to become pro level tennis players. That's been our family goal for a while. Yes. And so as a massage therapist, I was going to go help them. Uh, with the massage while they're playing tennis but I couldn't do that and not bring in money so I needed to go online to be able to provide a service so I could be anywhere in the world treat anybody in the world and still be economically viable <laughs> I love that so and that was the initial
1: intent it really demonstrates your adaptability which I think is shown itself to be even more critical than we may have previously been aware of over the last Uh few years. Oh yes. Awesome. So let's dive into your experience with the Akashic Records. Where did it start for you?
0: So I've only been doing Akashic Records for a little over a year and I have been working with Louisa Havers with another program. I just love Louisa. (laughs) And she reached out to me and said, Tina, you know, my guys are telling me that you probably want to do this. I swayed on it. They said yes. I said yes. (laughs) And and I've been doing it ever since. So it's been really fun because it's, I don't, question myself anymore i really i just have this deep level of trust that if the guides say everything's going to be okay everything's going to be okay if the guides say you know this is a program you should be putting out there i put it out there and we see what happens so um what people don't understand though i think is that even though i put it out there doesn't automatically mean it's going to sell Right. And I trust that because it's a stepping stone that I needed to do to get to wherever is going to make me succeed on my journey or get where I want to go, wherever that is, wherever my goal is. So I'm trusting that it's just a stepping stone. It's one of those things that I'm guided to do and I don't question it. I just do it
1: super cool I love that faith that like knowing that even though it doesn't seem like a really great step it absolutely is yes um so did you have a relationship with your guides before you started working with Louisa so
0: I no (laughs) it's a short answer (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I've never really dealt with guides. I call my guides God. So I've had a relationship with God, with spirit, um, and it's just kind of been amplified in the spiritual realm. So it's never been necessarily guides. I know many people who can have conversations with them are guided and they're shown and and it's beautiful but that's not me so when i go in with the akashic records i do hear voices and and the insight and knowledge that is given to me i don't see them so a lot of people will see shapes or colors or have images that's not me and What's fun though, is that when I go into other people's Akashic records, sometimes their guides will show me different things. So it doesn't mean that I don't have the skill or the gift. It just means that my guides don't show me that way. And actually when I first started, my nose was actually writing. (laughs) And I was like, "Really? what does this mean? (laughs) And she's like, Tina, you're okay. I did the same thing. Just trust it and go with it. So I was like,
1: okay. (laughs) That's super interesting. And I love that uh, when you do work for other people, their guides are showing you things, but your guides talk to you or or however it really comes through. Yeah, I love that. That, that just affirms to people that you don't have to use all of your clairs to be truly connected and get great information. So thanks yes. for demonstrating that for us.
0: You're very welcome. And the other thing, too, is is when we were doing in our group settings, when we were doing our trainings, there were some women who were so powerful in their imaging and they were so beautiful. And they desired to have the voice. And I desired to have the images and, you know, we just need to embrace our gifts, however it shows up and then just accept it. And, and we can, we can get better in the other areas. So it's not, you know, just cut and dry.
1: And, and I think we all want curly hair and no freckles if we have straight hair and freckles, right? Like, isn't that (laughs) just how it works?
0: yes. Yes. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) We're always desiring to be someone else, something else, to have something else. It's a very interesting world.
1: (laughs) Well, right. This human lens that we see things through is truly superficial. Like we don't get to see the soul. Right. But doing work in the records allows you to experience the soul. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's beautiful. So the soul is just about love and about you finding the truth of who you are on every level, because that's what our birthright is. And so we come, I, and I describe it as we're, we're the human being and we get layered with clay which is usually all the crap that we've been told. And over the years, the stories, the old beliefs, the identity, and we get caked with that. And that becomes who we are in the moment. And our job is to take off those layers so we can shine as the soul we're meant to be shining as. That's
1: super cool. That makes me think of like, one of those mud wraps at the spa when they're peeling back the layers and you're like, Oh, I'm so excited to see the difference.
0: Yes. (laughs) And you can like you physically, you can physically see the difference. You can physically feel the difference and you feel lighter. You feel um, almost like a baby's bum because your, your skin is so soft and it's just, it's vibrant. And, and some women actually with the peels, because I'm a massage therapist as well, um, after the peels, they literally
1: lose five years. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, 20 years ago, I may not have even recognized that that's like desirable, but (laughs) when I saw a photograph of myself recently, I was like, oh yeah. I've tried to reduce my chemical exposure. So I stopped coloring my hair. I stopped doing a whole bunch of things. And oh. my hair, it's not that, like, it's not that gray. My dad's family was all white by 40. So oh, wow. I'm beginning to recognize the, like, sure, there's genetic influence, but but the emotional programming that it takes to turn white by by 40 years old. Like, mm-hmm. yikes. I can't even imagine that.
0: No, I can't either. No, I am <laughs> blessed with uh, bl- dirty blonde hair. And with that, there's a lot of different streaks in my hair. So I don't, ha- the gray just kind of blends. <laughs> Unless someone tells me. I do have a gray streak, almost like um, a skunk. That goes straight through my head to the back of my hair. That's awesome. (laughs) According to my family. So I just don't see it. So I ignore it.
1: (laughs) So how do you see emotions show up in people physically? In your work? Because I'm sure that's a, a prevalent thing.
0: Yeah. Most people don't make the connection between the physical and the emotional. So I had a client who for 10 years was in a wheelchair and, or she could only walk with double crutches. And Mm. she, um, when we started working together, she had so many emotional holds because she had so much trauma from childhood. Then she had trauma that put her in the wheelchair um, from, she was a, had an IUD and it put mercury uh, poison in her bloodstream. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yikes. So yeah, so there was a lot of trauma around that. And then there was other traumas that she was dealing with. And she did not realize how much emotional hold she had. So by the end of our sessions together, she was able to walk completely by herself down the street to the pharmacy and back with no assistance whatsoever.
1: That is just so remarkable what a testimony to the power of emotions Mm -hmm. yeah and we don't realize it emotions we're
0: supposed to feel them we're supposed to allow them to come to and through us and not fight them and just it's part of being human it's part of life and they're okay to have and it's okay to feel And we need to be able to not brush them under the rug, not put them away to the side until another day, which never does come until it has to, because the body says no more. (laughs) You can't do it anymore. Pay attention to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. We're on the verge of collapse here. So (laughs) yes, yes.
0: I often say the body whispers until it needs to scream and then once it's screaming that's when now you're backtracking from disease and illnesses and conditions but if you just paid attention to the whispers it wouldn't have gotten so far and the good news is you can heal from those So, it doesn't mean that it can't, it's your forever existence. You can heal from cancer. You can heal from fibromyalgia. You can heal from chronic illnesses. It doesn't have to be who you are, it's just going to take a little bit longer.
1: So, I have a question for you. And I know we definitely haven't talked about this before. Um, What do you see as the relationship between believing you can improve or heal and actually eliciting results.
0: Yeah. 100% important. So my manifestation is your belief plus your desire plus inspired action. And then you'll get what you you desire. And if those aren't met, then it can't happen. So if you, if now there's a caveat on that though. You can, you can actually piggyback on my belief that it can happen. And because I believe so strongly, because I see you as your healthy self, your healed self, then you can eventually have hope. And then with the hope eventually becomes belief. So you can piggyback off of me, And that's where my superpower is, is I see you as your healthy self. I don't see you as your ill self, your unwell self, your uh, unhealthy self. So, but belief does have to be there eventually on your end so that you can get what you desire.
1: Well, so I see you as this like goddess, holding the masses and allowing them to derive power as it flows through you in the form of belief and mm-hmm. it like makes me emotional like mm-hmm. oh tina you're i already knew you were magical but damn you're magical and super generous
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it well so i mean i'm not relating myself to jesus but this is what jesus did right so he was he just saw you as the truth and your healthy self and your divine being and there was no doubt in his mind and you could heal from that belief so i'm not as powerful as that it does take a moment or two for that to happen but it it really is so important for us mm-hmm. to have that belief and and even if you have just a whisper of a belief that it's possible then you can heal no doubt in my mind that
1: that christ consciousness is available and accessible to everyone and you're capitalizing on it to help tons of people that's amazing
0: yeah yeah and people oh. can heal themselves like i'm not saying you need other people you can heal yourself there's many stories about there that give you proof that you can heal yourself it might take a little longer so i usually say that i'm the i'm the elevator to your healing if you <laughs> want to take the stairs the long route up and the heavier route and the more exhausting route you're welcome to do that <laughs>
1: Well, I find it interesting that you draw the illusion of of rising above because I feel like that's a strength also because you're removed from the situation so you can look at it from a higher level. When you're in the throes of disease or whatever, like it's hard to rise above it. It truly is.
0: Yeah, and there's we're all living in an illusion of some sort. So I look at. Some people will find, for me, it was wealth. And, and so that was my journey that I needed to go through and continue to go through. That is an opportunity for me to grow, to expand, to evolve, and to become a better version of me. And some people, it's health. So it is still a similar journey. It's still an opportunity for us to get better. And usually, it's a very big clue that we need to do the work.
1: yeah and doing the work is the part that hangs so many people up like it's it's easy to talk about and set intentions and do all the pretty external things but actually mm -hmm. doing it is critical it
0: is. And it doesn't have to, the The beauty of the work that, and I love it so much because of this, is you don't have to go into the throes of it. You don't have to go and relive every trauma that you've ever gone through. There's some information that needs to come from it in order for you to heal it, but it doesn't have to, you don't have to relive it. And that's the, that's so important to me because many people who do relive it end up going back into it and can't come back out of it. So I don't think we should victimize our clients twice. They've been through enough. They need, they need the healing period.
1: Well, and I seem to remember a conversation I had with Louisa about a similar topic and she made a really great point, powerful, that, Healing doesn't have to take a long time either. Correct. But we're also programmed that like, oh, that's going to be such hard work. And it's going to yes. take so long. And right. she said, ah, bullocks. <laughs> and I was like, I love you, Louisa. I just love you. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and yes, yeah, so it's all a story, right? So we have stories from... Uh, our childhoods from our parents from our teachers from our anybody who's influenced us over the years plus society and then religion and and uh tv and everything else it's just like the economy right no and the whole air.
1: lineage like yeah, no escaping
0: right exactly so we're all screwed essentially <laughs> <laughs> if you look at it that way and we don't have to be my my parent my dad has a huge history in his family of heart disease and knowing this i've lived differently i exercise i take care of myself i eat better i'm more fit i'm i resist stress i know how to manage it if i'm going through something and i doubt that i'll ever get to that point where i have heart disease it can happen I'm not in denial completely because of the history, but you got to set yourself up for success and not failure, right? So a lot of us think we're passive and that this is what we're given is guaranteed or it's going to happen to us. And a lot of my clients that I've been working with lately are taking on their parents' pain. This is something I'm seeing a lot of where, Oh yeah. My mother has that. And my mother had that, or my mother went through that experience or she went through that. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't have to be yours. It doesn't have to That's be yours. Fascinating.
1: And I have to like, wonder where the desire to take it on comes from. It's clearly not a conscious, like, Oh, I'm going to take that. Um, Cause for me, I bristle at that thought. Like, my mother was never a nurturer. So I don't feel as though, at least from a conscious perspective, I don't feel as though I need to nurture her. Like, right. But, my own so here, stupid, here, but.
0: well, this is the thing, right? So now you've probably made a vow somewhere along the road that you're not going to be like your mother. So you're going to make sure that you're a nurturer to your own children. So this is where the subconscious thought is.
1: Interesting. And, you know, like, as you say that, I can think back and hear myself say, I will never be like my mother. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) thanks for that, Tina. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Sorry. Triggered triggered the uh,
0: the hostess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point because we do those things almost without conscious awareness sometimes totally without conscious awareness Mm -hmm. and that's the premise of a lot of the baggage we're carrying right truly and also
0: when it comes to physical pain if you grow up around physical pain you can't help but at some point take on some of the physical pain and if you're an empath then you and one of your gifts is to take on other people's physical pain. Then it kind of goes hand in hand, right? Mm -hmm. So it could be emotional pain or it can be physical pain. So a lot of us don't realize that what we're carrying is not even ours. Not even ours. (laughs) I had a client who came to me, she was recommended by her aunt, she was here on holidays, and she'd been having all these different symptoms over the years, and the doctors kept testing her. So she was tested for for fibromyalgia, and they get to like the last test, and it was negative. She was tested for chronic fatigue, get to the last test, it was negative. So I asked her if she works with people, and she did. And I said, I bet you this is other people's pain. She had two sessions with me and she was symptom-free.
1: Awesome. Just yeah. that one piece of information becomes critical. Yes. Um. So I want to make sure we cover two more things before our time is up. The sure. first one is, can you tell me who your favorite witch, bitch, or dead person is? And no offense to anybody that you don't pick. Just yes. pick one. <laughs> so it has to be a female
0: no or it could be anyone so my grandfather on my mother's side (laughs) oh yeah he was my hero he was my biggest supporter he was my biggest uplifter and he was connected to mother earth and he was an inventor and a creative and and an entrepreneur and um i think i got a lot of his gifts so i've really connected with him
1: i love it does he communicate with you now there are times where
0: i feel like he does yeah yeah awesome. but not 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 i'm not looking for it so i can't say that i've actually my mother and i though and we communicate more now than when she was
1: alive same with my dad. I like I healed that relationship so much more easily when he was in spirit. And now like we we have a good relationship, but I love that your your mom's grandpa is your guy in the moment. <laughs> he's around a lot. Like anytime that you might possibly need a little spiritual reinforcement, he's like first guy in line. Like I'm here. <laughs> Exactly. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to make sure that we tell people where to find you. And if there are any really cool things that you're putting together, if you want to share those, we're totally game to hear about them.
0: Sure. So you can find me on Facebook, Tina A. Hull, because there's a lot of Tina Hulls, which is really interesting <laughs> to me. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn, Tina A. Hall as well. And you can find me on Instagram, which is at Navision Girl, N-E-V, I-S-I-A-N girl, because I live in live on the island of <laughs> Nevis. <laughs> and you can also check me out on my website, wwwtinas dash massageclinic.com. And I have some free guided meditations, some free information if you're looking at maybe going getting together with somebody that might have some narcissistic tendencies and how to heal those. Mm-hmm. And also, I have um, different programs coming up, actually. So this weekend, we're doing a three-day workshop with two bonus Q&As to help people have a better holiday experience. And this is a lifetime transformation. So it's about your energetic communication because you can't control and change other people. You can only change yourself. And so it's about, understanding the energetics of life and and the way we show up as well as protecting our energy so we can go out in social settings and we can not feel overwhelmed and and feel other people's physical and emotional pain because there's a lot of empaths out there that do not go out uh, and be social because of that so you can do it safely and you can do it and still have fun So that's my upcoming. Yeah.
1: I love that. Yeah. So we'll make sure we include links to your social media and your website so people can find you easily. And I want to say thank you for reconnecting with me and having this conversation.
0: I really appreciate it, Jamie. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week on Witches, Bitches and Dead People. Peace and badass magic.
0: Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.